Hey, I have a question for you guys. Do you think Macho Man Randy Savage is upset that his sons Fred Savage and Ben Savage did not follow his career in wrestling? Randy's dead. Uh, no, because he's dead. That's why I said was. Well, and, oh. and nobody, nobody, nobody could be disappointed of Boy Meets World. Um, well, also, I mean, he was kind of in the biz, too. Um, ben Savage, I mean, he was boys with Vader. Oh, sick. yeah, it was his friend's dad. Is it? Yeah, was this Sean? No, no, it was not. Frankie Stacchino. Yeah, Frankie Stacchino's dad. Yeah. Oh, shout out Boy Meets World. Shout out to Panga Lawrence. <laughs> shout out Minkus. Sean shout Hunter. <laughs> My boy, Sean shout Hunter. Out Mr. Feeney. Fucking Feeney. Cool Feeney. motorcycle teacher. Miss Turner. Also, fucking Wilfred Dell. Yeah, yeah. Wilfred My Dell. favorite 90s heartthrob, honestly. Well. My Date with the President's Daughter, that movie rocked. My Date with the President's Daughter. Yeah! Oh, yeah. 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 With her. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah! <laughs> Wine Wrestle Boys. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. And Boy Meets World. And Boy Meets World. I'm Derek. I'm Matt. I'm Zach. I'm Isai. Or Plays with Squirrels. Another oh, Boy Meets a World manifesto. reference. <laughs> yeah. I watched so much of that fucking show. Me too. I haven't watched since I was a little, little, little one. A little Odo? Little, little Odo. Yeah. Just salmoning everywhere. Wait, what was what was his what was Plays with Squirrels thing? Lose one friend, lose all friends, lose yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it was. That was just his manifesto that he had worked for, like, he had a big beard and he came back. Oh! <laughs> oh my god. When he was all, like, philosophical. Yeah. Plays with squirrels. Can we talk about how sick. cool Vader was in that? He fought Jake the Snake Roberts on an episode of that. Damn. They had to, like, um, do a whole thing. Like, it was during a house show. They had to, like, stopped like, the house show to How do this. How did they get that? Were they on Ted Turner's network or something? No, it just happened. Huh. And um, I forgot who it was. It was a wrestler that uh, by the name of Sal Renaro that was in the re- original Wrestling Road Diaries with uh, Colt Commander and Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wrestled for ROH and uh, some FIP and stuff. But he was at that show that they were taping at. And he was like, where the fuck did that guy get the Vader mask? I want that. <laughs> he ran around to all the merch stands trying to find the Vader mask. But it was the guys from fucking Boy Meets World. And he was just mad because he couldn't get one. <laughs> fuck Damn. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, speaking of, to make it more relevant to this week, uh, when uh, Killian Dane in, on NXT did the Vader bomb. And they were like, a Vader bomb. Yeah. I was so pumped. <laughs> yeah, hell oh, yeah. yeah. Also, Rich Swan does the Vader forearms. Like, he punches, like, Vader in the corner. And it's awesome because they're very opposite people. Yeah. <laughs> just, just huge man. And then little Richie Swan. <laughs> I, I mean, I think Vader should have had a dancing gimmick. Personally, he could do this. He can do the split still. Still? Jesus. Yeah. Or Rich Swan should come out with the weird smoke-filled, steam-filled mask. Oh, that was cool as hell. <laughs> but it's still Vader's, so it's like ten times too big for Vader him. freaking rocked in Japan. My knowledge of Vader is very limited, just from, like, Billy Madison. Right? Was he in that one or Waterboy? Oh. You're thinking of uh, old Big Show in the Waterboy. Uh, oh, Big Show was the... Oh, Captain, Captain Insano. Insano shows no Moisey. Oh, that was Big Show? 
Yeah. Well. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I well, think Billy Madison. I'm had. wrong. Yeah, he was one of the guys on the got scratched off the list or something. I'm just saying, and, and uh, yeah. Waterboy was the big show. Yeah, he was Captain Montano, and uh, Tony Schiavone okay, was there he too. Was. Huh? Yeah. Well, there's that. Adam Sandler likes wrestling. All right, let's fucking get Adam Sandler. <laughs> he had a he had a good run. Let's fuck him. <laughs> um, Sandy Wexler is all right. I've never seen it. Sorry. I haven't Pixel. seen it either. Jack, I mean, Jack all right. Jill. So. Kevin James is president in that movie. Okay, let's, that rocks. So there's wrestling that happened this week. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. Have you seen Here Comes the Boom with Kevin James? Oh. <laughs> hey, he right. was on a high school wrestling team with Mick Foley and was much better than him. Kevin James? Kevin James? Yeah, Kevin James and Mick Foley went to high school together. They're on varsity wrestling team together, and he was much better than Mick Foley at wrestling. What is happening? So rad. That doesn't surprise me because... No. Um, Mick Foley doesn't seem like the most athletic of people, <laughs> even in his prime. Yeah. yeah. But now I just want to see Kevin James with the title. I doubt. Here Comes the Boom was a shoot, brother. Just Paul Blart. <laughs> that was a shoot, brother. Don't work yourself into a shoot. Paul Blart, WWE champion. Oh, God. King of Queens. <laughs> Prince of Queens, Honestly. Brian Myers, a.k.a. Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> Boom. Uh, okay, what happened? Uh, Monday night. Yeah, what happened, guys? Mm, that was Monday. Yeah, uh, that was a while ago. Yeah, I remember Matt Hardy's silly ass promo. Yeah, um, that was. Whoa. That was <laughs> that's literally all I remember from the show. The laughing. The silly ah. promo. You mean the brilliance, <laughs> the woken wisdom of Matt Hardy? Yeah, it was pretty brilliant, and we also got some pretty brilliant camera effects. Yeah, I, I loved it. Um, it was so for those not in the know. Matt Hardy has this just wild character. Yep, and it's him that I think is, it's a shoot brother. And I think he's that insane too sometimes. <laughs> but it's him uh, just snapped pretty much just out of control it's somebody controlling his it's his soul in a different vessel mm -hmm. if you will it's been passed down for a millennia, millennia. <laughs> and then um so he finally after a bunch of stuff that has uh happened uh through litigation if you will mm -hmm. they finally gotten the rights to be able to use that and i love that they're using woken and not broken like he did before yeah because that means he still gets to own broken yeah so he can mm -hmm. use it Later, WWE yeah. can own Woken. Yeah, everybody fucking wins on this. Yeah, I just hope they stay away from the whole stay woke thing. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna say stay woke. Yeah, yeah. and also like, it makes sense just the story storyline wise. If you think like, okay, he was broken in TNA, and then he came back and he seemed to be restored, and now it's reawoken in him. Like, yeah, yeah. It's not that he had to break to get to this it, it's back yeah, yeah. It, it literally makes storyline sense to do it differently yeah and it's just awesome and then now what i think is really cool and somebody made this point that called in or something on wrestling observer live um that i to me like a light bulb went off my head and it just makes so much sense bray wyatt sometimes gets really boring because it's always him against a normal person mm -hmm. and they're just like oh he's so weird yeah ah, well now it's just him versus another fucking weird dude yeah that's yeah. what I, this like, could fix bray differently weird like in the perfect way like the difference between the production value of bray's like video segments and like and matt hardy's back to back yeah was like perfect because it like Showed the difference in the two. It's not just two weird dudes. It's like this dude that takes himself way too seriously and never wins versus and then there's just broken Matt. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it feels like they're going to be authentic with like the final deletion stuff. Like it seems like Matt went home and filmed that himself. 
He probably did. Yeah. <laughs> and also, from what I understand, Vince loves it. Of course he does. And, it's great. And he's given... Well, I mean... It's going to make him a shitload of money. He doesn't get stuff a lot. Yeah. Like, he, especially when he brings in outside gimmicks. He does just, like, the one tweak to them that ruins them yeah. quite a bit. Mm. Like, Goldberg, when he came in, was, like... That's the the original time. That's the easiest gimmick ever. He wins quickly. He wins, and that's it. They made him have competitive matches. Yeah, like he had a match against Triple H that was like a 15-minute match that is painful. Painful to <laughs> it watch. It hurts. And he still fucking lost. Yeah, and yeah, and he lost. <laughs> I mean, it was some outside interference and stuff, but like... Triple H's weird bike shorts. God. Oh, it's because he... Um, he had Tore his quad. No, so he had compression shorts because he had to. He had like an injury, but... Apparently he likes it, and from what the the sources from like the observers said, is that he has like this level of trust because with Matt Hardy because he's worked with Matt Hardy for twenty years, yeah, and he's like, okay, motherfucker, I'm giving you a bit of rope, like don't hang yourself, yeah, yeah. Plus, like, yeah, I mean, he brought Matt in with like the the angle with Edge when like. Lita left him in real life for Edge. And they like, did fire him, though. They did fire him, but then they still brought him back and like trusted him to do that angle, and he pulled it off. And so like, that angle was really good too. Yeah. So like the fact that he showed like he could be like a professional enough to get that, like do that and get it over. I think he's earned infinite trust in that company. Yeah. And so I feel like um, they're going to do really well with that. Um, uh, Jason Jordan. Um, Doing, I think he's doing a good job of now being an annoying heel. I think so too. Yeah. I, I, he, he's some of the has some of the most entertaining screen time of the it's, the Raw because it's like not that much of a departure from what he was before. Yeah, and it's just like a little tweak here and there, and it's like, oh, now I'm supposed to hate this guy. Yeah, and I do. Yeah, good he's job. a really believable crybaby. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's just fucking bass. Yeah. yeah. Also, his voice is already like just kind of like <laughs> a little whiny, mm. <laughs> so now he's just like. Turning it up, Dad. Like, I know he yeah. he's so good at sounding Dad. choked up with tears. Yeah. He probably is just all the time. I can do it, Dad. I'm not hurt. You just, used to do it. Just, you did it. You were hurt, Dad. Just trying to talk Dad. back to Kurt Angle. He's like, I don't mean any of this. I'm sorry. Yeah, Dad. I know it was a little that that promo was a little back and forth uh, with like I came out here and demanded this from uh, Roman Reigns. Like, no, you didn't. You literally just came out here and begged your dad for a match. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a good time. And then uh, Samoa Joe um, just being there and hanging out. Yeah. I, yeah. I love the how they're building all that kind of stuff. You, you can, hi, Katie. You don't have to be quiet. It's Katie's fine. home. She lives in this house. <laughs> Say hello. Hi, my name is Katie. Uh, it's nice to see all you wrestle boys. Yeah. yeah. Hello. Thank you. Uh... <laughs> But um, yeah, Samoa Joe just sitting there watching the match, then coming down like, you know, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come choke you out right now. Yeah, like him just <laughs> sitting in the chair, all cool guy style. Yeah, the whole match. He thought, who's that guy from Saved by the Bell? Uh, uh, AC Slater. Yeah, just AC Slater style. Like, yeah, just like, what's up? And then he goes there. He's like, I'm gonna go put you to sleep right now. And he goes and he does. Yep. And then Jason Jordan tried to be like, I'm the hero. And then he gets punched for it. By <laughs> Roman. It's like, don't help me. Yeah, yeah. I can't hold like, my own. She suplexed me out of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. Like a few minutes ago. You were a jerk to me, so he got it back. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, and then I thought the Asuka match and the Finn Balor match were the same thing, which mm. sucked because they shouldn't be selling either of them when they're facing nobodies. Yeah, who was Asuka against? Uh, Alicia Fox. 
That's right. Oh, sorry, oh, um, there's no um Dar says Alicia Fox. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that cracked me up. That's supposed to. I mean, it cracked me up yeah. every time he did it. And yeah. who, did, who did Finn? Bo Dallas. And they had like matches where it was like 70 30 until the end. Yeah. And granted, it was like three minute matches, but it's like, who cares? Like, I, like, I don't even know if that was they, on Hulu, the Finn Matt. Probably not. Bo no, it was, it I highly was not. doubt it. Dang it. But it's like they shouldn't have had it. Like, if he's going to fight Bo Dallas, have him beat him in a minute. Get all, Let him do all his moves. Maybe sell once and then beat him. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Same with Oscar. Nobody wants to see Oscar do competitive matches. Mm-mm. It's like what you were saying with Goldberg. Yeah, you yeah. want to see yeah. destruction. Well, because the week before that, like ten, that not even five second match with Dana Brooke, with, I thought it was perfect. I thought that was Oscar. really yeah. clever. Yeah. I also, yeah, I yes, also, yes. I kind of do want to see a competitive match against Oscar and Page. Um, Which is what they're building. Page or right? Bailey. I want that down the road. Yeah. Right yeah. Now, when you're building Oscar. Just let her kill everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then when the when absolution comes down to the ring, mm-hmm. they're just like, oh, like we're not gonna mess with you yet. Maybe you want yeah. we want you on our side. Yeah. Because she just went and just murdered somebody, yeah. and mm-hmm. the cops are after her, and they don't want that in their group. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need that kind of heat. By the way, speaking of Dana Brooke. Very unnecessarily heavy, like intro to her theme song. By the way, it doesn't make like the first time I heard it, I'm like, "Who's coming out?" And then like, Dana Brooke, huh? Why isn't this just like opens with like pinch harmonics in this song? Like, I don't get it. Some people just want to rock, I guess. Um, the tag match at the end was the main ski. Oh, the the title match, Shield versus the Bar. Yeah, we are the Bar. Um, I. Again, they wanted to extend the feud, which is cool. Mm-hmm. They want to put Joe in it. So I thought it was actually really clever the way they did the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, even even though it did piss off the live crowd. And it, like, to me, I'm like, oh, that's kind of dumb. Like, after I thought about it, I like, got a day sat on it. I'm like, I get why they did it. It is clever. It's like you restart the match. And all of a sudden you think, oh, Shield's winning. Here's where they get the titles back. Then Joe's like, your boy messes up for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he goes and he just be, like interferes in the match. And then... Shame Doug and Cesaro win. Yeah. So we'll probably get on some pay-per-view Shield versus Cesaro and Sheamus and uh, Samoa Joe. Joe. Yep. Which is, you know what? It's fine. It sucks that Gallows and Anderson aren't doing much on Raw, but like Sheamus and Cesaro are great. I I feel once they get through this, it's going to happen what always happens to Gallows and Anderson. They're going to go into a big show with the titles. (laughs) <laughs> because that's that's what happened since like Wrestle Kingdom nine. Jeez, they went into that with the titles. Yeah, ten with the titles, eleven with the titles, and then WrestleMania with the titles. Yeah, they yeah. go into everything with the titles. We'll just give it to well, them at Fast Lane, and then yeah, then they lose them. <laughs> what other tag teams are there on Raw? Uh, there's, no. I just hope they just use Gals and Anderson and put them with Finn. I feel it's like a long time coming. Yeah, like the mm-hmm. club versus the shield. Like, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I will hand them my wallet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like we already got to see. Like Finn was basically working heel in at Survivor Series because he's part of the more heel team, and mm-hmm. like we've already and he it looked a lot more like it was something new and different and he's interesting. Way for him. better as a heel too. Yeah, and like 
he's a great super over baby face, but they don't even have to turn him all the way heel. Like the shield are basically oh, let him be all the way. I heel. mean, they can't, yeah. but like I know that they'll be hesitant to, but they don't need but to. But he like, sells. He's like second in merch, both second or third in merch. Both the or club something. and him can be tweeners. Like the club teased it a little bit earlier this year, where they were starting to be like do some baby face ish stuff, mm -hmm. and like, but they're also working with Elias singing Wonderwall. Yeah. But like they just love it. like that's you know they can have them be tweeners and mm -hmm. be against the shield like it's fine yeah like the new day basically worked heel against the shield mm -hmm. like it it's totally fine yeah I'm into it um, smack smack down, anything though. else happened on those of note absolution just comes and was absolute yeah mm -hmm. yeah oh Sarah Logan gave, wait no that's Smackdown sorry I yeah, can wait to talk about Sarah Logan's yeah. worst promos of all time <laughs> you don't know worst promos in, until you watch freaking Sonya Deville in NXT because I fucking hate goddamn put your hair up and square up yeah and I have seen to, that's also my, very bad my spine is falling out <laughs> right now. Sarah Logan's was just like oh oh no like because she just kept Messing up words and then saying following up. Yeah, with but it also the words she didn't mess up made no sense. No. It kind of fits because she's like a hick. I'll say she yeah. kept going. And I, she, 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 okay, she kept kind going. of into it. What What's really weird is that like she's like this like let's say like I'm this southern girl. Have you ever been hunting? You ever hunt big elk, big old elk? Huh? You ever wrestled a bear <laughs> once? <laughs> I wrestled. You a bear saw once. It. <laughs> but on the indies, she, her name was Crazy That's Mary. That's a band name. <laughs> <laughs> her, her name was Crazy Mary Dobson, and she was just a juggalo. Hell yeah! <laughs> I can see that. Big, I can see the. I can see that. Big departure. <laughs> big departure. Uh, but not really. Like, oh, no, it's not a Kid Rock fan. It's a juggalo. It's true. Crazy, Crazy Mary Dobson could have been Sister Abigail. Like <laughs> that would have been cool. Just a juggalo. Yeah. This, this is why I don't see her very much. We're kind of she, embarrassed of her. Yeah. Also, she just drinks a lot of Fago. <laughs> Hear my cool entrance music, Randy? Well, she huffs uh, a lot of keyboard she, cleaner. She, I, I like good music. She likes ICP. <laughs> can't keep like, air duster at I like all. Robert, I like Robert Zombie. Robert Zombie. Bob Zombie. All right. Let's go to SmackDown. Okay. SmackDown Live. Um, I mean, it's the Kevin Sammy show to me, so that's really what it is. They were great. Yeah. Like Sammy is one of the best heels. Yeah, because he's just that little bit extra that we well, all need well, that because, we deserve right now. Also, because he's not like he's essentially doing not doing Kevin's bidding, but he's Kevin's sidekick, and so he can just be like wild. Yeah, but I also I'm like, like, but I love how Kevin's contrasting that because Kevin Owens with Sammy Zayn is like he's. Not like lowering himself to where he was as a solo competitor, but like mm -hmm. he's like giving the road to Sami Zayn, who's yeah. giving it back to Kevin. Yeah. Well, Sami just says like like when he's just doing like that describing the yeah. like like this is ringside. Yeah. He even like he's like did his giant heel skank step like over back that up, yeah. <laughs> like and like back like like I say he's just that little bit extra that we need right yeah. now. Yeah. I also love like the crowd. Hates them. And it was they got like a the biggest pop of the night. It was a boo, yeah. but like it got, was so that, loud. Getting that heat, brother. And it was like I love Kevin being a little like scaredy weasel. Like he plays that so well. He's that. He's like this isn't this isn't fair. You can't do, you can't you can't, do this. You can't do this. It's like well I can and I'm gonna and you're gonna deal with mm. it, Dad. Don't. Like I love <laughs> Kevin Owens as like a terrifying like. 
badass that like just fight like, destroys everyone. But even him being like the like weasel right now, it's still in there. Like if he's like backed into it, you know that like he can still turn that on. Like yeah. as a character and like, yeah. go back to that. Like he just you know doesn't want to like deal with any of it. I just, it's also different because every wrestler is so cocky. And he's just like, oh, I can't wrestle Randy Orton. I'll yeah. lose against him. Right. Like, but like that's, that's not something he would necessarily have said like a couple months ago. Yeah. Because uh, I, I love that he can be wrestling his worst nightmare, like his Ring of Honor gimmick. Mm -hmm. um, when he came back after Jim Cornette pretty much fired him because Jim Cornette's an idiot. Um, and where he's just this terrifying, it's like almost like gets off on just hurting people like yeah. when he has like that look like after he like murdered like vince and he's just standing there with mm -hmm. his eyes closed just breathing i'll have to be like mm -hmm. this guy's enjoying this yeah. a little much <laughs> yeah i'm curious to see what they're gonna do if, if they uh daniel, daniel bryan because they they are playing that really really uh -huh. well mm -hmm. of him like just looking at shane and just being so like you're done right it's like dude and he's like no i'm gonna we're gonna fire him i'm gonna be the referee blah 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 yeah and he's just like standing i'm like you piece of shit it's like yeah you're supposed to be calling this down the middle and you're being an asshole yeah. daniel bryan versus shane mcmahon come on come on come on well like everyone's saying that daniel bryan's doing a hill turn but it's definitely shane i would love if it was daniel bryan yeah. but like i mean is shane because the company is always the heel right like the McMahons are the always the bad the, guys. The McMahons don't always realize they're the heel, though. Like, <laughs> yes, they are, but they're like when Kev, like when Kevin, you know, headbutted Vince. Like, oh. I was excited about that, but Vince is the babyface in that situation. Oh yes, like well because he's getting headbutted. Yeah, <laughs> he's also seventy something years old. So. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I don't think the McMahons always know their heels. Except mm. I think Stephanie always does, and she's the most consistent heel yeah. in the business. But oh, she's so it, good at making people hate her. Like, yeah, I it forget sucks. that. Like, I forget that I don't legitimately hate her a lot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I do. Well, when I watch it's videos of, of, hate. Of, of, like, her with, like, the, uh, in the women's division, like, the 24 on, like, the NXT women's, I'm like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, because she invented women's wrestling, according to WWE now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. Yeah. She's Vince's daughter. Yeah, it wasn't much. for her. There was no women's wrestling. It never <laughs> happened until also, Stephanie was like, you know what? Women can do it, too. They God, didn't. That's not the, that they fucking tell with that is just so frustrating. It's not the, it's not the Stephanie McMahon classic. It's the Mae Young mm -hmm. classic. Because Mae Young is Stephanie's favorite. Oh. And also yeah. not oh. Moolah. And not Moolah. <laughs> no, they, they, I'm surprised it wasn't called the Stephanie McMahon Presents, the Stephanie McMahon Invitational, <laughs> brought to you by Stephanie McMahon. Like, that, like... Because like that's like the narrative they say is like, oh, Stephen McMahon was the one behind this. Actually, it was Triple H in NXT who's really was a big force along with Sarah, Sarah Del Rey, who they hired as a trainer who's one of the best indie workers. Mm -hmm. um, then I'll get to something I want to talk about a little later. Okay, but a little um, tease. We got a little tease. But um, they were the ones that really started like kind of like being like, you know what, with the talent that they had on the roster in NXT, they're like, no, this is going to be different because Sasha and Bailey and Charlotte and Becky, they're like, no, we don't want to just go in there and just do little slaps and like throw by the hair. They want to get in there and wrestle. Like they wanted to wrestle like everybody else gets to. So then was it kind of just coming from the top that it was like, well, Stephanie has the face that's the right one to put on this yeah, sort that, of thing? Essentially, yeah. that's what they did because mm -hmm. that's why she went when uh, Becky and um, Sasha and Charlotte were all um, put on the main roster. She's the one that announced them. Look what I did. I brought I brought these people up. It's like, shut up. 
Yeah. He didn't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> I got I just I just get real frustrated <laughs> with that because like that's a narrative that tells that like Stephen McMahon's the one that spearheaded that, but it's not. It was so many other people and Sarah Del Rey really should be the one getting the damn credit yeah. for yeah. like really changing a lot of stuff in that division. Same with fucking Uncle Hunter. Hmm. Yeah. Um everything with Sarah Del Rey on breaking ground is real great. So uh, if any if anyone hasn't seen that show, she's, go, it's a, it's an interesting show for sure. She's the big old Z uh, before he got future endeavored. <laughs> Worst future wrestler. endeavored. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, back to SmackDown. Uh, we kind of killed the D Bray Shane conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it really took a hard left. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like if Kevin and Sammy are the heels of the company and Daniel aligns himself with them. He's essentially the heel, but they're heels in. They're in the right, essentially. They're like fan favorite heels. Well, they're in the Shane's, right, but they're going about it the wrong way. Yeah. Whereas you can keep Brian babyface by saying, "Hey, I'm just trying to make things right." Yeah. He, he's a he's a boy scout. Well, well that makes sense for Daniel Bryan. He's not going to want. At any point in his career, Shane McMahon poking his nose around, like causing big ass shots, when it's like not yeah. the right move in his mind. So it's true to his character has, and very believable. Have the managers always been this involved in yes. wrestling? Okay, I've just never really noticed it until recently. Play like, a player with Kurt with with Kurt and Shane basically and Daniel. Yeah, like, I mean they used to just yeah. play tag matches like crazy. Oh, you're gonna go one on one with the Undertaker. <laughs> holla holla holla. <laughs> Was our truth? Teddy Long. Teddy Long. <laughs> I want our truth to Are be. Are you ready manager. to go one on one with the Undertaker? <laughs> Look I like at you, Zach. Long. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> Come on, Zach Evans. You are. Hey, you already have one match. It's true. I mean, apparently that guy came up with that name just for that match. So what a weird name to come up with <laughs> that uh, one match. How does that? How does that happen? That that goes a little back to SmackDown too, where it's uh, those two. Totally, in my I, just not just random guys. Random oh, yeah. robbers who yeah. like even the announcers like I don't know anything about these guys, but they're going up against the Bludgeon Brothers. <laughs> well, you it's know like, who else they said that? Wonder about how once? this is going to go, Mr. James Ellsworth. <laughs> any man with two hands. Any man with two hands. Are those like like? Well, if, any two men with four hands. Like if they filmed a house <laughs> show here. I got five hands. Oh Whoa. shit! I can see them. Or not film the house show, but if they had like a SmackDown event here, would they just like hire like people from Wrestle Club? Like uh, is potentially, that that's the equivalent that's, of it. I mean, for us here, yeah, that'd be the equivalent. Like, huh. yeah, I mean, like someone like our dude Mark King Marcus Anderson showing up on the SmackDown. He'd probably like end up like, like like if they needed security guard, like the, mm-hmm. one of the security. Guards. Oh yeah, all the security guards are definitely wrestling. Oh, in this week is very very obvious. <laughs> well, that guy's named Eric Watts, the real tall guy. Yeah, his name's Eric Watts. Also, that guy. I mean, no security guard for an arena has a handlebar mustache. <laughs> Anywhere in America. by the haircuts and the facial hair. No person that young has a handlebar mustache. <laughs> For no reason. I did. Oh. When I was nice. like 20. Actually, I, did nice. I, I rocked it for a fun little Never while. Never had a handlebar. I did rock just a normal stash for a little bit. I, I remember when I had the uh, sideburns into mine. Uh, I had that. Uh, the lemmy. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> so It's um, time to play the game. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Bow down to the king. Um, great, great entrance themes. Yeah, shout yeah, out Lemmy. Cool. Shout uh, out Lemmy, RIP. Great name. Um, the I like how they're now they put uh, 
Rusev and Aiden English into the tag team. Every day is Rusev Day. Like, <laughs> I love it. Finally, like they've well, been together for a while. Well, you gotta build them up, and you can't just toss everybody in. But you now can, that's what they're doing. Yeah, you can toss everyone with Rusev. I'd be fine with it. Oh, I no, love it Rusev. doesn't end up Give that good. Rusev, everything. No. Yes. It doesn't work that way because they tried it with Dolph Ziggler and Summer Rae, and that was a dumpster fire and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I just love Rusev's smile. When he's happy, I'm happy, genuinely. When yeah. when he's elated? When yeah. he's elated, <laughs> I'm elated. Elated too. <laughs> I love it. What's elated? What's elated? What does that mean? <laughs> but I, I think it's cool that they're adding it in, um, adding them in. Um, I would like to see... Um, Honestly, uh, Benjamin and Gable get the titles. I can't. I I'm not into them. I think they deserve it. I, I think I think it would be cool because I like their dynamic, and I think they'd just be able to put on good matches with everybody. Yeah, I like. I mean, Benjamin is kind of like what we were talking about earlier, like Apollo Cruz. He's just kind of he seems boring to well, me. And maybe, but this I is, like Gable a lot. I mean. He Benjamin's very bad on the mic. That's part of it. Yes. And you like you weren't watching when he was doing really like the, all the stuff in the ring that got him over without oh, okay. talking. Okay. You know that's when I when I loved him yeah. back in the day. Yeah, and I think by giving them the ta- tag team titles, giving a little bit more of it's a good way to be able to with everybody in there to shift the focus off the new day and the Usos. Yeah, shift the focus and maybe go to like a Rusev. Uh, Aiden English versus Gable and Benjamin. Program. I would yeah. love that. Like, if somehow, like, Rusev and English got, like, screwed out of winning and then, like, Benjamin and Gable won. Yeah. yeah. And, like, went immediately into that and just, like, get the New Day and the Usos out of the title. Picture yeah. Yeah. Let them do their own they things. Need a, they need a break. I also want the Usos on commentary for every tag match. I love it. It's very good. It's like... <laughs> I like the New Day waffle thing, or yeah. the pancake thing. It's so good. I love the... The booty box with a why, pancake why in it. Why is it syrup hot? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the camaraderie between the New Day and the Usos now, like, kind of. And, like, um, just, like, the fucking... Uh, I also like how they're, like... They're very, they're not biased at all when they're watching a match. Like, oh, that was a good move. I like that. What do you like, Oose? That's a good yeah, move, yeah. Oh, Oose. he's bringing it. They're truly just tweeners right now in that they just like what they like. Yeah. yeah. And I want them to, I just, I like their characters a lot. They're just, what? they seem like dudes I'd want to hang out with. Even went though they were mean to East Side's friend, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, East friend. Went to New York once. <laughs> Yeah. That's your gimmick. Yeah. I was in New York once. <laughs> now I wear Tim's and say B. <laughs> yeah. I dress like Brian Acuna. <laughs> Shout out, Brian. I like big sandwiches. I love big sandwiches. <laughs> How do you like Dave? Um, then they just did a video package for AJ and yeah. Gender to get you thinking that that'll be anything. Yeah. Um, Jinder will have one of his two best matches of the year against him. Yep. The other best match he had was also against <laughs> AJ. Yep. Because uh, AJ Styles is unbelievably good. Has that Triple H um, Jinder match happened yet? I would say he's yet? phenomenal. It this tonight? Week? It's this weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it's tomorrow. Hmm. But you need to stop. Wait, what's tomorrow? Um, I was too busy thinking of that G- good Jinder goof. Triple H. But oh. it is tomorrow right now in India, so. Yeah. It's a night. They're in the future. <laughs> So that'll be I mean, that'll be cool for them. Um, Speaking of cool, I was listening to the 
Edge and Christian podcast with Bailey today. And, uh, Sasha and Alexa had a match over there. And it was the first women's match in India ever. Abu it, was it was in Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's wild. And like uh, yeah. the promo that Sasha cut afterwards, like her interview was just really cool. Just yeah, right? very, very emotional. Just awesome. like And like the some of the tweets I was I read from that, like people at the event, like like the like women, like small girls at the event, like it was just super big. So it's a really big moment for them. Mm. That's cool. Good. Yeah, like it's almost like they don't care that Jinder would have been the champion or not. Well, it's because they're in uh, the United Arab Emirates and not India. Oh, they actually okay. they actually canceled the show. Yeah, in India to go to another night there. So. Because you know that is a country that really likes entertainment and has lots of money. Yeah, so. they got a ton yeah. of money and they yeah. will spend it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Um, SmackDown. Um, the Riot Squad showed up at some point. Riot Squad was there, and they're just going to be lumberjacks. So that was the thing. Yeah. yeah. Sarah yeah. Logan's promo, Zach. Oh, I heard yeah. you really <laughs> big, fa- big, oh, big, big, big fan. fan. Big, big, oh, big fan. God, just well, that, I've never been hunting in a, uh, the South. And then like that that whole that whole segment was really weird with like Daniel Bryan. Yeah. It's like they just start yelling and then also Natalia is just like the most unbelievable heel. Yeah. Because like you just don't believe it because like, you know she's just like a super nice person. Yeah. <laughs> like it like just you comes wear, across. You wear cat ears on your head. I can't hate you. Yeah. And she's like just they're trying to be all manipulative. And it's like no, that's not you. <laughs> Before there was a riot squad, there was a welcoming committee. God, like that line made me want to punch myself. Before you had a terrible name, we also yeah. had a terrible name. Well, Isa, um, Isa, if you want to punch yourself, you better put your hair up and square up. Oh. Spine is officially out of my body. But like, okay, this is one thing I'm going to say about Ruby Riot. If she's a heel and Sami Zayn's a heel, I want them You're shipping to be them? in a little ska relationship. You keep shipping these too. I, I, it needs to happen. Check out the WrestleBoy uh, they're not, they're fan not fiction written by Derek Oster. WrestleBoy's fanfiction.tumblr.com. Oh yeah, it's good. <laughs> they're just <laughs> 18 they're, plus. They're just please. listening to Rancid together with on one iPod in the earbud in each center. No, they ear. have the little splitter. Oh, <laughs> just listen to Ruby Soho, just like fucking yeah. walling out. Yeah, that's I mean essentially what like her song wants to be anyway. <laughs> No, that's definitely just American Idiot. Oh, I, oh, I, oh, I. It's all the same song. It's okay. Green Day stole that riff from another band. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. They stole it from an earlier Green Day song, probably. <laughs> they, they stole it from me that one night. I played it for like an hour and a half straight. On that a was a guitar. good night. People were at my house. They were having like a real conversation, and I had an acoustic guitar, and I just played the riff for American, American Idiot, Idiot for like an hour and a just half. Just slow just down. Just really slow. And yeah, me and Issa were just sitting there staring at each other while it was happening. It was a just moment. Until the That's cops cute. came from things being too rowdy. <laughs> <laughs> like we there see, was some punk rock in here. We see a six-pack of PBR on the table. <laughs> we know what's going on. Issa Who's brought out like, the acoustic? Who wants to walk with Saldana? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> God, I will still. I will, I'll walk with Elias every day. Just I like won't. take a nice stroll around the park. I won't. No, you, you never experienced him as the drifter in NXT. No, I did not. That like, it makes you hate him. <laughs> Just makes you hate him. Should we switch to NXT now? Um, SmackDown. What else? Um. So it was Kevin. Uh. Oh, Sammy versus Randy. 
Mm-hmm. With Kevin oh, yeah. Owens handcuffed to the, the oh ring. yeah, I did like that. Kevin, uh, sorry, uh, Randy and Sammy are always fun because Randy's very good and Sammy's very good, mm-hmm. so it was very good. And yeah. Randy's very boring and Sammy's the opposite, so it's, it works out. Yeah, the thing is that Randy is so technically like good in the ring yeah. as far as like how to move and how to do it that it's his timing's like impeccable. Yeah, he's always in the right spot. But it's just one of those things like how can. It's weird that good wrestling can be so unentertaining to watch. Yeah, he's a Roger Federer. When if anyone likes tennis, he's the wrestling. San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, yeah. Also, the camera cuts so the RKOs are actually out of nowhere is ridiculous. Hey, I, I love it. They did it pretty well this week. <laughs> they did it very. Good I figured this it was week. happening because it kept cutting so much, but they still like. This is about, I think, the closest they've cut it yeah. to like not to missing the RKO. Oh, it was so great. I think and they have a can't like someone in the control truck just like that's just the RKO person. Like he's just timing it. Like, Bill, you got this one. Like, yep. B- Bill, he's coming. <laughs> Bill, Bill. I got it. Also, why why were there bolt cutters under the ring? What do you need bolt cutters for under a wrestling ring? Just in case. Cut yeah. some bolts. <laughs> you ever had a cut a bolt? You ever needed a oh. bolt cutter? Not had one. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. And they just have. I mean, why was there sledgehammers under the ring? I'm, I mean, why is there a bouncer Triple H rolling you, up to the arena, pulling the sledgehammer out of his car, and then going and putting it under the ring in every time? That's, that's kind of what later. I assume happens. Like they put stuff there, but also I like the fact that it's like an abyss of stuff. Yeah, just like an endless. Why is there? No, abyss. he's in TNA. Why? <laughs> Hornswoggles true. down there. Yeah, <laughs> Hornswoggles is bringing it out. That's what it is. Like <laughs> when God damn I was swoggle. scared when Chad Gable slid under the ring that one time. What if he never came out? Yeah, I mean, Kane hangs out down there, too. Yeah, he just yeah. lives Undertaker's there. been there. The Young Bucks are there. I mean, who wasn't under the ring these days? I want to be under there. That sounds like a party. I mean, why is there a bat that's two. covered in doink? Doink and dink? Well, doink, too. Yeah. There's two doinks. It was Matt Bourne and Steve Lombardi. Mm-hmm. And some other people, too. Yeah. And there's an endless supply of trombones, probably. Mm-hmm. No. No? Okay. Those are special ordered. Yeah. Okay. You, um, I don't think you can get a green trombone just anywhere, <laughs> especially not under the ring. Regular one, maybe. Um, yeah, but yeah, that was a that was a good match. Yeah. It was fun. So let's move on to uh, N X T T T N X P. What? What are we? What are we talking about? M X P X. That was for me. Sorry. That's okay. We forgive you. Thank you. Um, I thought it was cool. Uh, Trent Seven is the ultimate dad bod. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. But he can fucking move. I like yeah. him because it's like, hey, you kind of look like me. I could do that. No, I, I don't can't. quite get the appeal yet. But I'm just. I, last week was the first time I ever saw him. Wait, I'm you not... didn't get the appeal last week? A Trent Mustache Seven Mountain. It's weird to me. I don't know. Is it because they're not wearing knee pads? The that's... knee pads would go a long way, honestly, in my opinion. It's, they look a little naked. Looks like a couple boys in black tidy whities Well, tidy other, you know, whatever. That kind of briefs. Whatever the fuck kind of underwear that is. Undies. Undie pants. And, undies, and probably. boots. Yeah. And boots. Wrestling good. Doing real good yeah. wrestling. Except, yeah. where did Trent Seven, how long has he been in the game? A long, he's 35. That has oh, to, okay. really? Yes. He looks, he looks good. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, he looks good, but he just seems like someone who's been around for a while. Cause it's like, I don't know. I don't get him yet. I don't get him. Yeah. Um, watch the UK tournament. Yeah. Just watch the whole thing. It okay. will make you get every single one of the UK. Okay. Wrestlers. Yeah. They do a really good job of kind of like giving each of them a little bit of a personality. Will it make me understand why Pete Dunn comes out with a belt in the side of his mouth? Um, because he's a wolf. He, he has to eat it. He's a uh, I mean, He's a grizzly bear, actually. If you look at all his merch. Yeah. Oh. Also, he's doesn't just he have a, a giant wolf tattoo. He, he's just his a, tattoos don't matter. He's but. just a real bad boy. Okay. 
and also he's he needs his hands so, free for brawling. He's so good, and he for wants bruising. to put that up. Also, frequently in the UK, he's holding like six belts. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, so I think for a while he was calling himself PD three belts because yeah. he had the uh, progress. I think Rev Pro and the uh, UK. Yeah. He would have Damn. one over each shoulder and one in his mouth. So yeah. okay, and uh, he's really good. And also, he cut a promo once that like he just like for some reason looked like a high school bully because he still looks he really still does. does. And like uh, he's like what twenty three. Throw a leather right. jacket on him. He could beat up. Well, he was like Matthews. wearing like this like weird jacket, and he was just like I crush people's dreams. And I just like started dying. It's <laughs> like, like it's so ridiculous. Oh, like those drawings. You know, no shade to him, but it also doesn't hurt. Like doesn't help that he has acne. So like <laughs> he does look like a teenager. He has some acne. These cars on the side of his face, and he's already bit, like super young looking. So yeah, he looks. But like he also is what like 22? 23 yeah, twenty two, twenty three or twenty three. Yeah, he's a little baby boy. Just loves Bring Me the Horizon. Makes right. sense. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw him at uh, PWG, he came out to a Bring Me the Horizon song. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's Pete Dunn. <laughs> Did he mosh into the ring like Seth Rollins used to? No. Oh. Or Alexander Wolf currently does. Yeah, his during matches. Yeah. <laughs> not, not as good as moshing as Seth Rollins. That's saying something because Seth can't mosh. Yeah. But you can that's because he only moshed through the Wonder Years. <laughs> he means it a lot more. Uh, yeah. Him versus uh, Big Damo was cool. It's a great match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just two big, just hairy boys. Yeah, and there was a, a throwback reference to the Vader bomb, and yeah. so it had the, the match had everything I needed. Yeah, I thought it was a good match. Um, I like what they're doing with this uh, competition to the Fatal Four Way, the number one contendership of the NXT belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a cool way to keep it going for a few weeks. Then they did the Sony Deville versus uh, Ruby Riot, uh, no DQ with no rope breaks, and I love that. And I hope they continue doing no rope break matches yeah. for no DQ because that kind of changes the entire thing. Yeah, but it's she, cool to see a submission move on the rope exactly. and then have her tap out on the rope when yeah. that's that's normally the safe spot to be. Exactly, I, I love the way they did that. The match itself wasn't wasn't the best, but I mean it was it was decent. I like Sonya Deville's uh, submission moves. I I just don't like her all because of her stupid catchphrase, <laughs> which isn't her fault. Well, if you got a problem with it, you know what you can do? I can put my hair up and square up. And then you can take I was going to say you hair. can write a letter to William Regal. <laughs> <laughs> do you call him... S- never mind, that was a... Never mind. No, 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 I'm not going to mention it. It was dumb. I was going to say, do you call him Mr. Sir? No, you call him Lord Steven Regal. Okay. Lord Steve. Lord Taste. Oh, eat shit. (laughs) (laughs) And then we had the freaking main event. What a match. I was... I was watching it today when I was at the Plasma Donation Center, and I got so into the match that I fucking forgot I was there. And when Cassius Ono hit that forearm, the flying one, to guys in front in a quiet ass room with people getting their blood taken, I was like, ooh! <laughs> I was, I was oh, like, oh. I was like, oh fuck! I like hit my screen. I was like, everyone's gonna watch me, see me watching wrestling. But I probably should have just been like, this is what I'm doing. So they weren't like, what's he? What's he doing know. over there? I lost myself in that match. Oh, was such a good match. I was also having blood taken from my body. So <laughs> <laughs> I almost passed out doing that once. I did too, dude. <laughs> I did too. You can make money, but it's not fun. They, uh, <laughs> the on the return, like the needle came out of my vein, and just the blood was going everywhere. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, just all in my arm, and I'm like, I was with my buddy. I'm like, hey man, get the nurse. I'm like, why? Well, like, I'm passing. <laughs> nurse out. is like, first time getting color, kid. <laughs> Come on, got that the I'm hard way, so huh? <laughs> Red equals green, brother. <laughs> but uh, yeah, great match. Uh, at the beginning of the match, I love that uh, Cassius Ono was like, hey, let's just have a nice, respectable match. And then after a while, he's like, you know what? I'm going to hurt you. 
and he was like pretty much telling him hey stop like he's done stop and then gargano being the ultimate baby face god damn i love that guy Mm -hmm. i'm kind of wishing i would have voted for him in the classic (laughs) when you watch a bit more of him you get it right yeah Mm -hmm. he's great he's so good he takes a hell of a beating and it just keeps coming Mm -hmm. and then that flying forearm elbow to the so audible so loud (laughs) you could see him make contact yeah (laughs) (laughs) like some of the when johnny gargano was in the ring looking dazed i was like i bet he's a little fucking looped right now i love that he he super kicked the elbow mm-hmm. super kicked his leg and then super kicked in the face like he had to cut him down yeah i thought that was super cool and i love that also chris hero or cash sono he can do small guy stuff real yeah well. yeah he's a very large man that but can he, just move so he, he used to be a little smaller though right he used to be kind of he a just had a little smaller. bit of less of a belly uh yeah. he's actually fluctuated his whole yeah. i mean he's that's part of why he left nxt originally because he wasn't in very good shape like he was like, if I watched one of his older NXT matches, like when NXT first started, and he fought a not yet named Tyler Breeze, Tyler Breeze, mm. and um, real weird skinny. I honestly like that he's a little bit bigger because like watching that dude move is just like, yeah, wow. Like, it's also like, yeah, because oh yeah, he was doing that like that front flip hand thing over the ropes and down. <laughs> Landed on his feet. Like, that was like that was gymnastics. And then I love that Johnny Gargano does that suicide dive. Um, into a DDT because that's a yeah. definite Candice LeRae spot. Yeah, I, oh, I really like oh, how yeah. started doing that. Oh, cool. And then she even called him out on Twitter, and he was like, "Oh, <laughs> I thought cute. I got." He's like, "I thought I got your moves in the marriage." I'm like, "That's so awesome. <laughs> that's no. so good. They're cute. I love them. They're, yeah, they're, they're great. They're not the cutest, but <laughs> they're not the world's cutest tag." Team. You know what else I love is I, I, I get elated again when Mario Ronaldo gets his chance to say, Topo Suicida! Topo Suicida! Or when you... When, when, when you have an The crowd is team, in fuego! When you have an announced team that actually adds the matches, like, you just realize yeah. how awesome, like, like just the whole presentation of wrestling can be. I would listen to, like, Mario Ronaldo doing a separate live track of everything. Just, like, him watching it, and you listen to that and mute what you're actually watching. Oh, yeah. I'd love it. Yeah. Him and Nigel McGinnis, I think, are both really yeah, good. Yeah, they're very and, good. And yeah. Percy's... Doesn't... Like, isn't a detriment. Yeah, though. he's, like... And he's still learning, and he's getting better. And yeah. Like, and just, like, all three of them talk so differently from each mm-hmm. other. Like, yeah, it's not, That's like, what's hard about, like, Corey Graves, that one white guy. Tom Phillips. Yeah. I, I like them when they were in NXT together. Yeah, but, like, sometimes on SmackDown, I'm just, like... I can't I forget that Tom Phillips exists because he's so just... He's just the stereotypical announcer Generic, voice. yeah. He's just, like... Which is, like... He, fine and like it's not distracting and so like it's it you know it does is what the it job. is yeah. it's not like booker has been lately where it's just like i have no idea okay. what you're saying he <laughs> though is entertaining because he, you're like yeah what is he gonna say next he's out of control yeah but see that's how i feel about Maranalo because i'm just waiting for the next hip-hop reference yeah I'm like what's he gonna reference but he at least knows what he's talking about <laughs> yeah no it's he's definitely they want to do a three-man booth him Corey Graves and Nigel McGuinness would be perfect. Yeah. Oh, what is, 100%. Why is, I wonder why that's the standard now, the three-man booth from the, the two. Just whatever Vince is feeling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he started feeling that about 10 years ago or whatever. and he tried it. Sucked. back. <laughs> so. Yeah. Who knows? But uh, great match. Um, mm-hmm. This week, NXT is actually going to be on the USA Network, so it's actually going to be on TV. That'll be oh, right. Which is going to be really cool because WWE week. Is that um, an experiment or is it just because it's WWE week? WWE week. Okay. But it's going to be really cool because the main event of that 
is Alistair Black versus Adam Cole. Ah, that's gonna be so cool. I didn't know it was that. Such a great match to be like. Is Adam Cole the surprise? No, No, this one's not a surprise. Johnny Gargano was a surprise. Oh, that was today. Okay. Why? Why does every also? Why does every surprise like when they do the shadow? It just looks like Zack Ryder. Could just put generic guy? (laughs) Zack Ryder, generic enough. I do not think that Shayna Baszler's like. Silhouette on her promo. They're, they're doing like, it on purpose. To yeah, make think like it's like somebody else. Or oh, is that who it is? Okay, yeah, it's one hundred percent. Or yeah. you know, it's gonna they, be. They threw me David off. David Spade. Spade. I know. I was like Spade, Spade. Ace oh, is Spade. that like her thing? David's, Something about she's Spade. She's queen, queen of Spades. Spades. Yeah. Oh, I would um, rather have David Spade. Reading, I already know what's happening up until a while. For Spoilers. Day. Spoiler alert! But her debut is gonna be really cool. To be really cool, okay. running from David, and also the story. Just shoot on me, brother. <laughs> yes, yes, that was good. I love that. The storyline that's gonna be going forward, also with some of the other people involved in this uh, fatal four way, and maybe this match coming up next week, it's gonna be really good. I'm okay. excited for all this. Also, shout out to Undisputed Era, uh, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Right, look for Kyle. no reason at all. Not that I the WWE spoiled things already. Anyway, they're a handsome faction. Yeah. Also, yeah. shout out Kyle O'Reilly. His mom. Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, his mom just passed away. Yeah. And so, uh, shout out to him. Oh. Well yeah. wishes to him and his family. Yeah. He's a hundred percent super nice dude. And so yeah. Cool. Type um, diabetic. So that's sick. Yeah. <laughs> type yeah. one. I am, by the way, two listeners. So, <laughs> there we go. No, type Something. one, not type two. Ha! Got it. Oh, because you. Oh, shit. That was good. That was quick. Thank you. That was quick. When was the last time you heard of a diabetic diabetic? What? Nothing. I was just talking about Tribe Called Quest. Sorry. Before we uh, move away from NXT, I do want to talk about how much it is cool to watch Lars Sullivan talk because he's a smart guy. (laughs) I I, I made that point. Yeah. Yeah. Watching it today, I was like, yeah, he totally is. Like, I like him. He's a beast, but he's educated sounding. I also love his lisp. Somehow that makes him more scary. I don't know why. It kind of like I like that. It, like they give him human elements. Yeah, yeah. Like, the fact like, that he's not like just cerebral, a, it makes it almost scarier. Like, yeah, no. Like, like especially like when you hear his theme song, and you're just like, oh boy. Yeah, because he's not some big brute who's just like, I want to kill people. It's like, he's calculated and mm-hmm. smart, and it's like that's something that they don't have with a lot of the giant characters. Yeah, they usually just make him like a Braun Strowman. Uh-huh. Yeah, which is great for Braun because he like owns that character. I think because it's also kind of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's just like a Kentucky boy. Like, I also love him to see. Yeah. He's from like whatever. It's like Mary's Purse, like North Carolina. If you ever listen to Talk with Jericho mm. uh, with him and Gallows and Anderson as a talking shop, oh, man. they are very drunk in China, and <laughs> Gallows keeps like. I forgot where Braun Strowman's actually from, but I think he has Tennessee on his bicep. Maybe it's country strong. It's just country strong, Hmm. but he's from North Carolina. Okay, and he's like it was something. It was like a woman's name and then like an item, like North Carolina. So he was like Gallows was just like oh from Mary's Purse, North Carolina, (laughs) because Gallows is insane and also drunk. Very good. Um, Shout out Luke Gallows. He's a cool guy. Um, let's talk about the indie wrestling influence on like wrestling today. It's uh, very prevalent. I mean, we just kind of go by the people that we mention yeah. a lot of, and like the main storylines coming off of like, let's say NXT. Yeah, the main event was two guys who made their name on the independent circuit: mm-hmm. Johnny Gargano and uh, Cassius Ono, who's Chris Hero, mm-hmm. who yeah. did. 
Indies Forever, PWG World Champion, CZW Champion, Ring of Honor Tag Champion, CZW Tag Champion. Uh, did like 15 years on the independent circuit before he first got signed. Yeah. yeah. Johnny Gargano came up in like the evolved scene in Chikara and mm-hmm. um, doing stuff with like uh, Dragon Gate and Dragon Gate USA. Um, just indie wrestling has, um, is evolving and it's changing so much and it's mm-hmm. always been kind of the difference in a lot of things where you see these stars coming up and it's been that way for a while. Yeah, um, like Kevin and Sammy. Kevin and Sammy. Huge. Ring of Honor, PWG, um, yeah. came up from uh, CZW. I was watching CZW with Brady. Shout out, Brady. Heater Wrestling.com. And, um, like, seeing, like, an old match, like the match where it was a guy named Sexy Eddie, um, a guy <laughs> named XS69. XS69 and, and Sexy Eddie? El Generico and Kevin Steen. And just watching that match, it's like seeing those guys get over and seeing where they are now. It's insane. Yeah. Um, you can't see El Generico, though. He's in Mexico. It's Sammy Zane. He opened up an orphanage. It's Sammy Zane. His name is Remy. There's no use. proof. There is a lot of proof. I've never seen any. Um, but <laughs> Never seen them in the same room together. That's true. Yeah, exactly. Cause oh, yeah, guy. I used that wrong. <laughs> Damn. I've seen Sami Zayn in a room that has a mirror in it, I'm sure. <laughs> so I've seen two Sammys. I've never seen those two together. I've seen three. Funhouse mirror. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, when did that start? Like, uh, who were some of the first, like, indie wrestlers to, like, get into WWE? Well, if you want to kind of go even far back, because um, WWE, like, always tries to get homegrown talent. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they all have always cherry-picked people. Yeah. Hulk Hogan was cherry-picked from the AWA. Okay. I mean, granted, that was a national promotion. Yeah, those were, like, more on equal footing. Yeah. And if you want to then, I go into the 90s. It was, like, ECW guys. Yeah. is Yeah, the ECW, like... Like Sabu, kind of? Well, like, Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero. And, um, like... Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho. Benoit, Jericho. Like, okay. All those guys that did end up in WCW came from Mexico and Japan. Yeah. Like, and ECW. And, and then ECW. ECW was kind of like the ring of honor of that time. Stone Cold came, like, he was in WCW, but then he went to ECW first before... And did that character, essentially. Yeah, and then came to the WWF. And mm-hmm. so, like, it's kind of been since then where they've, like, taken influence from a very, like, a smaller company or kind of like an underground movement. So if it wasn't for ECW, there'd be no Attitude Era. They, yeah. they, yeah. they're what they are what spawned that because that they were doing that since like '95, and it took WWE to like the end of '97 to was, start any of that. Was Paul and, Heyman sort of involved in the Attitude Era stuff? Like with like Paul Heyman was in he was the owner of ECW yeah. in 2001, and then in the oh, okay he ended up coming over in like 2002, 2001. Oh, he came straight over. Yeah, like he called that WrestleMania. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Great WrestleMania, great announcement. Him and Jared were great together, but it was since then. I mean, because guys like the like Taz when he showed up, like he was a, a guy that made his name on a smaller scene, came up and was a big name when he fought Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dudley Boys, same with them. Mm-hmm. Rob Van Dam, like so, it's kind of been there since then. But like they, they were still built like wrestler. Well, Taz, I mean, he was real short, but. They're still built like wrestlers, and then so it was in the mid two thousands where you see like independent companies such as like a CZW and Ring of Honor uh, that were starting to do things, and so you got like these guys who got these big names with no national TV because ECW had national TV. They had like exposure in a lot of markets where guys like Evan Bourne, who was Matt Seidel, just kind of got a name just from like the internet, 
and just doing stuff in Japan yeah. and doing indies. And so he was one of the first guys that was brought in. Same with uh, CM Punk. Yeah, like he and Chris Hero were like, had all those like five-star matches. In the and, IWA Mid-South. Yeah, that are like, everyone was trying to get their hands on, mm. like tapes of at that point. Cole and, Cabana like, and CM Punk, like they got booked like, hey, we're gonna just book you guys, like you two, we just want your match that you guys did over there. We want it over here. Damn. It was stuff like that. And so one thing that like with the landscape of WWE today, there is a huge imprint of like indie stars. Um, not only like that are signed now with like the Adam Coles, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish was in IWA Mid-South around that time. He's been wrestling for a long time. He's an older dude. Um, Chris Hero, Cash Soto, Johnny Gargano, um, AJ Styles was an indie guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In mm-hmm. the TNA guy went to Japan. Seth Rollins as like a 19 or 20 year old wrestled AJ Styles at like a hometown indie show in a gymnasium. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Um, Seth Rollins, Ring of Honor world champion. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan. Yeah. yeah. As Bryan Danielson just was on the indies forever. He got fired and went back to the indies and they brought him back. Yeah. Uh, former. Like Eddie Guerrero. Like Eddie did. Guerrero. Mm-hmm. Um, former world heavyweight champion Dean Ambrose did fucking tournament of death in CZW, yeah. which I just watched. Oh, boy. Crazy. It was it was one where a guy named Nick Gage almost died. Oh shit! Is CCW like all <laughs> hardcore matches? No. Okay. I'm making you guys watch some CCW with me sometime. Um, I'm down. I I'm down. tried to watch the wrestler recently with oh, uh, that my girlfriend on Darren Aronofsky, and the uh, second match in that movie is a CCW match. Like I don't, they don't really say specifically CZW, yeah, they, but there like, are CZW logos huh. and like it's didn't the one where like, he's getting stuff stapled to his skin and he stuff. Fought, uh, yeah. He fought the Necro Butcher. Didn't they like do stuff at real stuff? Yeah, there okay. was a, actually it was a CZW show. Uh Chuck Taylor was uh fighting somebody there and he jumped off and did a move. You can see that. And he fought a guy named the Necro Butcher. Hmm. Okay. Um, Jimmy Jacobs like was a really interesting story because he was a guy that was an independent guy through and through um, and then became a writer and he's mm. the one that came up with the list of Jericho the one yeah. who was recently fired for taking a picture with the young bucks yeah and, yeah. and his back working some indie shows now yeah and he's, he's doing <laughs> now he's like wrestling a lot again right yes and he's like he pretty much like missed that a lot and like he said on Jericho's podcast he was like I wasn't trying to get fired but I wasn't not trying to get fired he had just gotten back from rehab and if anybody knows his story he's battled a lot of addiction and stuff like that and so I mean, at one point I was happy now he's been seven months clean mm-hmm. nice. at the same time it's like god damn it's like like he's just such an interesting person he got that job at WWE because he was on freaking ecstasy he took ecstasy oh and- it had like a spiritual awakening or something <laughs> yes yeah. and he was like this is gonna be my last like this is my last go around. I need to be a writer. And he was talking to a wrestler named Sugar Dunkerton. And he was. <laughs> great name. Great name. Sugar name. His, he goes by Sugar D now. <laughs> That's cool, mm-hmm. too. That's okay. But um, he kind of used like a basketball gimmick with Sugar Dunkerton. That's very good. Oh, yeah. that's very good. So, I mean, Kevin Owens is a um, universal champion. Mm-hmm. Finn Balor, I mean, kind of an independent, but it was New Japan. Like, I consider that kind of a major league promotion. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the but indie... He did come from the UK indie scene but, before yeah. that. So, like... the things that make these guys big on the indies is... It's because they're putting themselves into these characters and people are getting behind it. Or but also the wrestling they can do is a little more up to them. Yes. So when they do end up making the jump over someone like Finn Balor who had huge success on the indies and is now sort of in this cold spot, like, I mean, not cold, but you know what I mean? Like, does it, 
as someone who's like a big fan of the indies, is that something that's like, oh fuck, like he should have just stayed and no, done because I, I want him to make money, and I always hope for the best for anybody yeah. that comes in. And it's like yeah. still gonna always be the big leagues, one, right? One, WWE. It's the best place to make money for the most part. Mm. Um, one of the things that like is wild to think about is there were guys that came, so like essentially an Evan Bourne, um, a Brent Albright, um, who was Gunnar Scott. Um, fucking Jay Bradley. There was a bunch of guys that were signed, uh, Ryan Braddock, um, who were signed like in the mid-2000s that were these indie guys that were brought in and they were just buried really quick. A lot of them ended up on the terrible ECW revival. Yeah. Like, didn't end up going anywhere because of that. Yeah, and it sucks because like those guys ended up being the martyrs. And even like when Seth Rollins got signed and they signed uh, Neville, who was Pac, who did the indies, did Dragon Gate, PWG, all that stuff. It was still kind of a stigma that you were an indie guy. They had to rebrand you. They thought they had to retrain you. Mm. And it's wild to think just a few years down the road, they just bring Adam Cole in, and he's just Adam Cole. No name change. He's the exact same person he was before. They bring Kyle Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish in. And, like, um, two guys that I thought, like, this was in NXT. NXT was, like, a thing already. They brought in the um, the freaking um, American Wolves. They brought in Eddie Edwards and Davey Richards, who were both super solid. They changed their names for a night, and they just kind of jobbed them out. And somebody said, it's like, oh, we already have a Tyson kid. We don't need more. Mm. And then now they're bringing in these smaller guys who can work and who are already have names. And, like, lo and behold, they get over real quick because a lot of wrestlers say if you can get over – the small crowd you can get over anywhere you just know how to get mm-hmm. over yeah but it sucks that guys like an evan Bourne, who's matt Seidel, like he was a martyr cm punk like got treated like absolute shit for a long time they wanted to fire him in ovw because he was an indie guy mm-hmm. they wanted to get rid of because they weren't homegrown talents and it took somebody kind of getting into a, a position of power that understands wrestling a bit more and understands like what kind of is more current and what's in now and it's Triple H. Yeah. Because yeah. it wasn't for him taking over NXT. Like, yeah. There wouldn't like, be these indie guys. If Adam guys. Cole gets called up to the main roster, it's like, to me, it's almost one of those things where it's like, oh, how are they going to fuck him over? Yeah. And it, it kind of sucks, but the indie influence is just so prevalent now. I mean, to the point that they bring in, like, indie guys as, like, in other positions as well. Adam Pierce was an NWA champion in the 2000s when NWA didn't mean anything. I saw him wrestle Colt Cabana in. That's another guy that was a freaking martyr. I feel so bad for him. Well, yeah. He, how long did he work for WWE? Two years and just got just as Scotty Goldman. Scotty Goldman. And how like he never won, right? He had like six matches total, of, like probably twelve minutes. Oh, wow. Damn. <laughs> and so like the only ones that like did pretty decent, like in the mid two thousands, was Brian Kendrick and Paul London. They had a really good run as, t- mm-hmm. run as tag champs, but other than that, like, what other indie guys, like... Not until CM Punk. Not like, until Punk and Brian, yeah. and even then, it was, like, pulling teeth. Well, yeah, they the treated roster. Brian like shit for a while. That but, was only because Paul Heyman was pushing for CM Punk so much, and they had ECW to, like, basically just... Okay, in you, their eyes, throw CM Punk away. If you want him, then you have him, yeah. like, type thing. Hmm. And so, um, but now they got Adam Pierce, who's a backstage producer. Hmm. They had Jimmy Jacobs, who was a writer on the creative team which is wild they have um sarah del rey who was a 
amazing wrestler. She's now a head coach. Like they call her like a head coach, and she's the one that produces like the women's matches now. Well, doesn't she like train everyone too? She trains the like she's the one that is the like the leader of like the women's division. Okay, like, doing that, and it's so awesome having somebody that's such a talent there. They also have. Um, uh, Sarah Stock, who was uh, Sarita in TNA, was another really good wrestler. They have her also there um, uh, as another coach. It's like so. It's all these people that are made their names elsewhere. Steve mm-hmm. Carino, that dude is an indie guy through and through. How's his? Uh, what about his brother Johnny? <laughs> he uh, spelled he differently. He, yeah, he <laughs> owns a very uh, successful restaurant chain. <laughs> But it's like it's wild to think that like the and independent like even Cash's Ono is that's probably what he's gonna move into eventually. Yeah, like, he's a trainer now. Yeah, no, he's a, he was a trainer. He used to train people. He's not a trainer in NXT though. Oh, he's yeah. not now. No. I mean, I'm sure he was I'm... when at the time the book was written. He, I don't think he was a trainer at all. He's probably they just... said in the book that he was training people. Well, he used to train people before. Okay, yeah. okay, and Maybe that's just like it. how it is, you know, like. Bailey was training a lot of the younger women when she was mm-hmm. still there in champ and like mm-hmm. that's how it works like the really experienced people oh, are okay, okay, okay. Tyler Breeze if you watch that show Breaking Ground Tyler Breeze is training everyone yeah. in there like, he's like the locker room leader yeah and it's just wild seeing like this influence uh, especially now when you, the indies are just this huge thing and you have guys like the Young Bucks and um and like Marty Skrull and these guys coming up and just making a bunch like Joey Ryan Mm -hmm. that are just making these huge waves. Matt Riddle, like that dude's killing it. And like seeing these guys get big names and knowing that like what they're doing is actually affecting what's going on on the big stage. Yeah. And um, it's awesome to see. It just took a long time, but that indie influence has been there. When you have a bunch of former Ring of Honor world champions that have now been WWE champions mm. like and you like Samoa Joe another indie guy he had a five star match with CM Punk at Ring of Honor it was like a 60 minute match damn yeah and so just seeing these guys getting put in that position is awesome and it's finally seeing at least a perception backstage turn that it's like these indie guys don't just shit on them the moment they get in there yeah like I let feel, them be them and I it works feel like there was like there was like a that first wave of like all those ECW like indie guys, you know, like Benoit and and Guerrero and stuff. And I feel like the moment that they got like actually accepted by Vince at that point, you know, it's the WrestleMania where Benoit and Guerrero, two thousand four, yeah, and his champs. And within a couple of years, neither of them were alive anymore. And then you see there's a shift in the company back one hundred percent towards the Vince McMahon creation, the homegrown talent, the homegrown talents. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Vince felt like he got burnt by those indie guys because of the because of that those two situations mm. which you know isn't because they're indie guys you know it just happened to be that way and then it's taken and then this long again to well get then that. now especially when he sees he's not making stars and then the guys that he just brings in are stars yeah it's like already like yeah when twenty thousand people or whatever like without any like cue or anything adam cole puts his fingers up and they scream adam cole bear yeah. And it's like holy shit! Like yeah, yeah. That is well, really like cool. same with like Bobby Roode. Like everyone knows his stuff. Yeah. I don't know where he came from, but TNA. TNA. Okay, but yeah, like your money, your money. It's almost smarter for WWE. It's like you don't have to force people to like these people. Well, and it sounds like those in, those indie guys from the '90s and 2000s are now the people that the superstars, whether they're homegrown or not, people like Rob Van Dam. People look up to Rob Van Dam. Yeah, definitely. And it's like. like the people that love wrestling are the ones that go seek out 
more, especially like when you're in that business. They just want to find everything yeah. they can. Like, like they sit- more people, like more stars today, will say that they're influenced by Dean Malenko, who wasn't a big star in the WWE, but was a great wrestler. Than you know, some of the guys that were on top that were just WWE Diesel. creations. Yeah. Yeah. Diesel. Like, no one's like, oh, I'm, I was hugely influenced by Diesel. Why, how many Champ people are Raider. like, Hogan was Yeah, like, like that's what I, exactly yeah. what I was People say, say Hogan got them into wrestling. None of them will say. That. His wrestling got them into wrestling. Probably not. Because like, <laughs> yeah. he. Have you watched his stuff from Japan? I have not. <laughs> I have no. not watched Hogan in Japan. Oh. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> he wears black trunks and throws clotheslines. And actually kind of works. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it's just cool to see um, independent wrestling making such an influence on the big stage. Um, also getting to the point where they're firing people for getting pictures taken with super hot indie acts mm-hmm. and these guys getting big stages and making a ton of money. And I hope it continues. Yeah. But I know WWE is trying to do things to make sure that they have control over it. Yeah. So they have working relationships with WWN Live, which does uh, evolve. And then also have a working relationship with Progress Wrestling in the UK. So they're trying to, like, they know. They well, know what's going like on. it's kind of like when there were a bunch of territories and Vince snatched them all up, it's kind of like, I would assume he'd want to do that again. Like, yeah. Well, with all the indie things, be like, oh, I want my money here. In the 90s, he they had a working relationship with ECW. Okay. And he, like, it was like a, a little handshake deal with him and Paul Heyman. They tossed Paul a little bit of money and be like, hey, we want this guy and this guy. Bring, give him to us. We'll give you Al Snow. We'll, <laughs> we'll give you fucking Brackus Al- uh, Al- Albright. And there... And we'll help you make payroll this week, yeah. Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want, you want to pay your guys? I hear Tommy Dreamer's real pissed. Tommy. Tommy Dreamer's still, I think, really salty at Paul Heyman. Like, hearing him talk about it was like he's a genius, but, like, you could just hear disdain. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that's Tommy Dreamer most of the time when he's talking. True. Tommy. But also FTRR. Do you get it? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Do you get it? Fuck the what? What's the RR? He doesn't get it. I don't From get it. The rabid rodent. Anyway, let's let's move on Is to that the you? bunny man. Yeah, bunny man. First, we're going to talk about something. Bunnyman. Um, Derek Bunnyman. We're starting a new thing. Oh boy. Um, so there's a thing important in wrestling. There's the four horsemen. There's uh the Bullet Club. There's the Absolution. There's uh the, Biz the Riot Squad. With two T's. There's the the club. NWO, NWO, there's, Hollywood, uh, Hollywood, NWO Hollywood, NWO <laughs> Hollywood, the Wolf Pack, Wolf Pack, uh, Beer Money. What's the what's the, Aces and Eights? Um, the Ministry, the Kingdom, Ministry of Darkness, <laughs> Ministry of Darkness, <laughs> the Corporate Ministry, uh, Dalton Castle's Boys. Oh, Dalton Castle and the Boys. <laughs> Degeneration X. The Union. Anybody remember the Union? It's that they came out with two by fours. <laughs> Hell yeah! It was Mankind and Big Show and Test and Shamrock. Uh, and they were uh, Union. Yeah, they were protesting and going on strike right. for the, um, the labor conditions in the WWF. Hell yeah! <laughs> but we're talking about right to censor. What do all these things have in common? They're all factions. Factions. Uh, we're talking about all, factions. It's like, oh, they're all wrestlers. <laughs> they're all um, wrestlers. So we're going to start this thing. It all started because I texted Isai and I was like, hey, I want to know more about the Bullet Club. We should start a thing about the origin of the Bullet Club. And he's like, well, we should start from the beginning. So 
stream noise. Starting next week, that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about factions and wrestling. And, and I mean, we're not going to go from like the very, very beginning. We're going to kind of go when everything's a little bit more on a bigger scale. I mean, make it researchable and watchable. Yeah. I mean, I don't want everybody watching just a bunch of really bad like matches from the 60s. <laughs> but um, I just want to kind of talk about how the importance of factions in wrestling and how today it's coming back like huge. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so... Um, two of the most notable ones, actually three of the most notable ones, one of them is because it's a feud that kind of ignited careers of people um, and ignited a whole territory. It was in Texas, it was in world-class championship wrestling, it was the Von Erich boys, who were all brothers, mm. against the fabulous Freebirds. Was, uh, and so... Doot, doot, doot. <laughs> old P.S. Hayes. Um, but it... it it was like a blood feud and people like that became a nationally known thing was the Von Erics versus the fabulous Freebirds. It made the Von Erics. It made the Freebirds. And it was just such a wild time. So I want to kind of start there. And then okay. with the uh, Four Horsemen, which is um, one of the most well-known stables mm-hmm. or factions in wrestling um, and just their importance and how essentially that's what evolution was, was just the four horsemen, just yeah. with a different name. It's how they got new people over. It's how, like they had like certain roles in that um, in that faction. You had the champion, you had like the the enforcer, you had like the old veteran, you had the new young guy. Like when Lex Luger joined in the eighties, it was like this huge thing. It's like Super Jack Young guy getting the rub from like the world champion and like um, one of the best sexy. wrestlers of the time. And then just what? I said sexy. Se- talking about because he got rubbed. Guy getting rubbed. Because <laughs> Lex Luger getting rubbed is is nothing but sex. It is nothing but sexual. Because that man. <laughs> He was real jacked. No, fucking Google him. He's a sexy dude. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> His face looks weird. Yeah. But, okay, know. all right. I, just the importance Perhaps of that my and then how they were able to also make stars with people they would go against. I mean, Dusty Rhodes versus them is just like a huge thing that happened in the 80s. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like thinking back on like my wa- like watching wrestling early on, like Evolution was like starting around that time. And I it's still- also a mystery. <laughs> yep, it's, it's true. It's a very good, very good lyrics from that. I don't get it either. Okay, cool. It's lyrics from Evolution's theme song. Yeah, Evolution is a mystery. We know. Derek yeah. and I know. We like, listened to. I saw Randy Orton like <laughs> I've heard that. Get you know like the rub from being like with Triple H and Ric Flair and look where their careers went and like multiple time world champions. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember when they first introduced Randy Orton. It's like. Hey, here's Randy Orton. He's just this guy in blue trunks. He's Bob Orton's little kid. Yep, there he is. God Bob damn, Orton's what a, boy. What a blue chipper. But then you making this egotistical guy that's hanging out with Ric Flair in suits. And it's like, damn, this guy's an asshole. Then he starts kicking John Cena's dad in the head. <laughs> damn. Like, damn, get him. Now, and 20 years later, you get Blandy Snorton. Yeah, burning down Bray Wyatt's house. Y'all need to check out some, um, some early... Uh, Randy Orton stuff. We'll get that. Oh, I, I love Randy. Files. Randy Orton, big big time. Randy uh, women in the early two. Him two's. versus um, Mick Foy is awesome. And then also, in the I just watched the, the 2004 Royal Rumble with mm-hmm. Brady because so all we do is watch wrestling. <laughs> um, when he had just like beaten the shit out of Mick Foley, and then Mick Foley beats up Tess, so Tess can't come in the Rumble. 
and then Mick Foley just shows up like unannounced like his music hits the crowd goes wild and like Orton's like face like when he comes out and he just beats the hell out of him it sets up this uh awesome match that ends up a backlash that year is that when he just had the one tribal tattoo yeah <laughs> okay it was just single tribal and then he they're take- all connected it's still one yeah, <laughs> true but no just just how it can make careers and how factions make wrestling fun i mean for a point there was freaking gang wars on wwf raw like freaking los Bariquas and yeah and nation of domination and the disciples of the apocalypse mm-hmm. and dx they heart cool. foundation Man, it's a lot of factions. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just want to No matter how long it takes, we're going to talk about a lot of them. Not a, Probably not all of them. Yeah, every single one. Oh, every yeah. I mean, it seems like faction. Because they, they haven't really done factions in a while, but it seems like it's Well, I mean, happening. Undisputed Era. Yeah, yeah it's coming you, back. Then you have uh, Sanity. You have Absolution, Riot mm-hmm. Squad. New Day, I mean, essentially is one as well. I, mean, I guess so. Was. Like, you look back, yeah, like, that's the, true. The shield. They've been doing them, but they've been doing like one. They've been basically doing two at a time at all times. And so they've that always too confused. They've never become more than three. Is it, well, does a faction, does it have to be more than two? That's what qualifies it to be yeah, a faction. I'd I'd I think three at least, but four is better. Yeah. Like. But yeah, I just I mean because when you ask about like the Bull Club, which is a giant faction, mm-hmm. or Chaos, or like Lij, which are just killing it over in Japan. So yeah. Chaos has the worst logo. <laughs> uh, then second worst is Lij. In reality, third worst is Bullet Club. It's not a good logo. Oh, Bullet Club's logo Too is so sick. Too many you, guns. You take that back. Too many guns. Not enough. Tony Randall. <laughs> Shout out Tony Randall, gun nut. <laughs> But yeah, I just want to talk about that because if we're gonna talk about Bullet Club and like their giant mark, let's talk about the history and the. So you, the, the, I, your three, your three homework, your assign homework assignment. I'm uh, just, it's two. So just look up, um, the. I wrote um, it down on my phone. Oh. <sighs> I forgot. Von Eric's free Eric Von Denton. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Von Denton and Brink. And then yeah. him also in Leave It to Beaver. Yeah. Oh, Who yeah. That? Yeah. And the little kid gets stuff in the giant that, coffee cup. That, that, that beaver faction. <laughs> oh, God. The beaver faction. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> beaver cleavage and his mom. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's got real weird. Two wrestlers playing brother and sister. They made the same insinuation about them. God. Ugh. Is this a real thing? Yeah. Yes. Vince McMahon really wanted an insult. Angle for a minute. That's real. Brad. He did it before Rome R. R. Martin. Uh, he wanted Roman do- Mars Martin. <laughs> yeah. From 99% Invisible. Yeah. Flash Game of Thrones. FDRR. <laughs> FDR? Yeah, I get it. Franklin I get Delano it. Roosevelt? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Freebirds versus Von Eric. Look up the cage match between, I want to say it's Carrie Von Eric and uh, Ric Flair. And Texas Michael Tornado and uh, Spartacus <laughs> with Michael PSAs, aka Doc Hendricks, as their special guest referee. And that's where the feud begins and just kind of go from there. And just look up the four horsemen in general, just anything they do, especially their promos because okay. they were damn awesome. Cool. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> I just made the little four finger sign. No, four he didn't. fingers. Um, yeah, so stay tuned next week. Stay tuned for the first edition of. Eastside thing. talks about stables to everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm gonna watch I listen to Bruce Pritchard's show. I've heard a thing. <laughs> but yeah. Do they all have hand signs? Uh, a lot of them do. Yeah. It's a pretty key thing. I'll tell you what, a little, the uh, Undisputed Era, a little gangy. 
<laughs> the West. Um, there's a few things going on wrong with some of the things they're doing with Undisputed Era. Um, like their gang sign. Also, their logo is an upside down white supremacist symbol. It's just CFO. I know, but it's exactly the same. I, I, I don't just, think. I don't think. I don't think it's intentional that. at all. But it's you, like a C. I don't know. There are, they are three white dudes. I want to say we're about to get a real if, bad heel turn. You, I don't think at all it's intentional. But they also wear armbands yeah. with that logo on it. Well, Nexus also like WWE is a yeah. big armband. There's a lot of there's a lot of precedent for it, but it's just real bad when it's almost exactly yeah. the yeah. no, supremacist logo, and they're handing it out to people saying, "Please join us." <laughs> Please join us, baby. Anyway, um, stay tuned next week for more faction files. Pending, maybe a name change. Pen pending. We'll also see. in edit. Um, Great name. Great name. Can we please put in the Law and Order? King King. That's what I wanted. No. Matt I'm and I replace it with two Matt Hardys. That'd be like Law and Order thing. Yeah, let's finish this episode with the last round before the final four of the Wrestle Boys Classic: Shinsuke Nakamura versus Finn Balor. This is hard. This is yeah, like. It's not too hard. I I love I think I love them both equally at this point. Like it's their fight whoever wins this is facing Brock Lesnar, right? Yeah. Is that correct? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. While while I love uh Finn Balor and mm -hmm. I um I think he's a great wrestler, great character. Mm -hmm. uh, the demon's great. Him as Prince Devitt was great and like the real rock and roller when he was also in Bullet Club, he was awesome as just like a shitty heel. Mm -hmm. Um this body of work just doesn't match up to Shinsuke Nakamura's. And yeah, that's that's true. Former like IWGP champion, one of the youngest to hold the belt, mm -hmm. and like MMA trained. Yeah, like, MMA yeah. fight, fight. Yeah, yeah. he yeah he, he has like wins you know, wins in MMA fights. Also, like super early in his career, like first big match he really had like was against Brock Lesnar for the IWGP championship. Oh no shit! Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. online. I gotta find an that. unrecognizable Shinsuke Nakamura. Before. Does he have short hair? Yes, short oh, hair. Weird. His, I don't like it. it I like his face. Like he's much rounder faced at the time, and like he's just not in quite the same shredded shape that he ended up getting mm. in. Like, he's still a great wrestler. He just didn't have the gimmick yet. Um, and yeah. he has, I'm gonna say it, more charisma than anyone in wrestling I've ever seen. More than The Rock. I think he has more, like, unspoken charisma. Well, yeah, yeah I guess. Mystique. He has yeah. an aura. His yeah. facial expressions are crazy. Mm. For just, sure. He's just an insane person. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, like, I love everything that, like, Prince Devitt's done that I've seen. Mm -hmm. uh, he's an amazing in-ring talent. He seems like a real nice fella, too. Yeah. Um, Solves his Legos. Loves Legos. <laughs> I've heard a lot of other things about him. It makes him seem just like a real top-notch guy. But Shinsuke Nakamura just has a body of work. Uh, he has m more charisma. Granted, I like... Uh, some people say that Finn doesn't have charisma at all. He's a charisma vacuum. But honestly, I think he does. And, like, little, like, things that he does. Mm -hmm. Like, the little pop the pop the collar. Like, mm -hmm. sometimes his facial expressions and stuff that he does is really good. Well, and he hasn't really had the chance to have any charisma. Like... 
Yeah. Really? Like, he's being it feels a, like they're keeping him on ice. He's playing a very, like, bland baby face in, per, like, suit of getting the demon over for how different it is. Yeah. He mm-hmm. brings it up. And so, um, I got to go with Shinsuke on this one. I, also, Shinsuke had two of my favorite matches in the last, like, four years or whatever. Mm. Like, yeah. I mean, I I go Shinsuke too. I mean, this is a match I'd love to see. Oh, last year, like I'm sure five it's happened, Shinsuke. right? Balor and Nakamura. Um, I looked it up, and not as much as you think, because okay. Balor was a junior heavyweight yeah, when he was there. There are a lot of tag matches. Like yeah. that's something that's, I'd want to see. That's the NJPW uh, yeah. call. Card. I yeah. think there's maybe one or two G1 tournament matches between them. Yeah, that I but, find. But, but for that's the, something I'd want to see now. But like, for the yeah, for the most part, though, uh, for most of his career there, uh, Prince Devitt was a junior heavyweight. Okay, and. Um, Shinsuke was heavyweight. Yeah, so. and the one of at least one of the G one matches I saw was like maybe Prince Devitt's first or second G one tournament too, and Shinsuke was already established, so it's not like the same. Yeah. Level. Did they square off at all in the Survivor Series this year? Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 That was my favorite part of the entire show. Yeah. And I think they had what like one or two matches in NXT. They had they had one for they sure. Had one it was match really good. Because Shinsuke was coming up and he was like, I got to pretty much top all the NXT top guys. Yeah. Then he just won the title. It's like, hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. I'm super down with Shinsuke. Yeah. All right. That was a lot easier it's decided. than thought, huh? Yeah. Well, like, I mean, once I thought about it for a second, I was like, yeah. It's always around. fun to make it competitive. I. Yeah. Well, so how many matches do we have left total? We got six. So we six? got six. Well, no, we got three. Yeah, three in that. I mean, we could decide a third place winner if we want, but yeah. So we got Ooh. we got Stone Cold or yeah, Stone Cold against Old Shawn Stone Michaels, Cold. and then against the Heartbreak against Brock Lesnar, mm. and yeah, then we got the finals. One of these four is the most genuine wrestle boy. I have a feeling it's gonna be HBK, because he's not just a genuine wrestle boy. He's also a sexy boy. That's but he's true. not your boy toy. No. He's I don't know, maybe I want a boy, boy toy in my in a wrestle boy. Yeah. Like Happy meal. <laughs> a wrestle boy meal. <laughs> no more boy toys. Then he lost lost his smile. <laughs> favorite one of my favorite memes, by the way. It's a good meme. It's um, good times. Great content. Great meme. I think Great meme. Not that we should do this exact thing again, but I kinda wanna see like I don't know, match it up a little differently. I kinda wanna see uh, where Gargano go further? Like, yeah, Owens yeah. go further. Yeah, now, now, like, now we're you know back what? on the Gargano train, guys. What I tell you, you know before. what? I think you know David what? Arquette needs his a lot of times. Wind. You want stuff like that out of booking, but you can't just armchair. armchair what? What? What, what? What? What did I tell you guys? Here, here at about corporate, Johnny Gargano. I don't remember. It was months ago. Maybe I barely remember the wrestling I wanted. Remember, I never just remember that next year for the next, the second annual Wrestle Boys Classic. Yeah, it's annually. How long is this taking? We're gonna start well, it again in like three weeks yeah <laughs> it's like the road to wrestlemania exactly yeah we should expedite the next one a little more no okay i like that it takes a while it like gives us something to do yeah. um also i guess we should talk about this off air but should we make the next one like a tag one i don't know maybe let us know listeners maybe, maybe, uh, yeah you can interact with us we like if you, you like my idea wrestle dad classic just who's the most dad it's not even about wrestling <laughs> Trent Seven's gonna be a good one. Oh God, he's. I mean, um, Kevin Owens is clearly the best. Yeah, father. Kevin Owens tweeted about his like son's birthday. AJ yeah. Styles has all the tattoos. That's true. Damn, that is Shane true. Shane McMahon's a bad dad. His kids don't even like him. They laugh at him when he, <laughs> he gets hurt. Uh, that, that's what we used to call alone was the bad daddies. I mean, 
y'all are forgetting the number one seed though. Heath Slater. He's, he's got, got kids. kids. He's got kids. <laughs> I mean, his, his gimmick is that he's he's got kids. If you're gonna really be real with it, Vince McMahon. He's so about his kids and nepotism. Yeah. I mean, and it, it, it's nothing but gimmicks. So, because he's a bad dad, I feel like. <laughs> Vince, I feel Vince like, if you're listening, we're sorry. I feel like I hope Vince McMahon <laughs> listens to our tiny little podcast. Yeah. That would you're make fired. everything I do feel wonderful. <laughs> um, just in life, it's like everything. Yeah, it's just like you know, you know. I Vince McMahon listens to my podcast, so fuck you. He doesn't sleep, so he's <laughs> yeah. got to do something. That's true. Uh, yeah, let's wrap it up. Um, okay. You can follow me on the internet, uh, Twitter, at Ostercoaster, Instagram, at Blugazi. Um, Great name. Great name. Thank you. Follow him when he walks through the store to see what kind of stuff he buys. Um, and then buy him that stuff so you can surprise him with the treat. And, yeah, it's the holiday season. If you notice that he forgot to put me. the Pepsi in the cart, just go ahead and throw that down there on that box. Okay, all right. There's another, there's a different podcast I listen to. It's called Pepsi Boys. No, and it's like a fantasy draft podcast. One of the guys' first pick was a sampler platter, and they got real mad at him. And so now people, when they see him eating alone at a TGI Fridays, because that's what he does, they will send a sampler platter to his table. Are you afraid you're going to start getting Pepsis when you go out? Oh, if you give me a Pepsi when I go out, I will shake your hand and say thank you, and then politely throw it in a trash can. <laughs> That's rude if it's in a glass. You're going to throw away glass. I'll dump it out and recycle it. There you go. Well, it's a glass like the, that's the restaurant. I'll give it a man to it on the street. But it's like a you can't give it a man to it on the street. <laughs> I'm gonna give a man to this Pepsi. Teach a teach a man to Pepsi. <laughs> teach a man to Pepsi, and then he'll start drinking Coke. That he'll start doing sense. Coke. I hate everything. Ooh, uh, to, yeah. <laughs> um, teach a man to Pepsi, he won't ever be thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> there goes your smile. <sighs> I don't like Pepsi, guys. He loves Pepsi. Please believe me. No. I don't like Pepsi. He doesn't it. like Pepsi. He loves it. <laughs> I'll never. This is worse than the bunny. This is worse. Oh. It hurts me harder. All right. I'm on the internet too. Dad. Where, nice. Where do you go on the internet? <laughs> I'm at Wrestle Drums on the internet. Oh, like, where do you go? I yeah, said you're you, on the internet. Oh, where top, do I go? What's your top hit? Yeah. Shoot, dude. I don't know. I like to party around on. Uh, I'm a big fan of just watching things on eBay. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> that is fun. Do you buy or do you just watch? Because that might be fun. It is fun, but it's like it's almost a test of like willpower. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to bid on this. I've accidentally bought things that I didn't think I was going to get oh, before. Oh, I've definitely you ever, that. You ever, you ever like drunk Amazon? No. <laughs> no. I'm usually too broke to be playing this game. That's why eBay is fun because it's like, yeah. it's cheap as hell. No, drunk, drunk Amazon. Like I get like what'd you get? What's the last no, thing you no, bought? No, just 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 do it. Someone someone did it once and they were hungover and they woke up because it was like next day air. They woke up to a ten pound bag of gummy bears on their doorstep. They next dayed themselves gummies. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's real good. A wrestler, Bill Carr, said he got blackout drunk one night on the Not Your Father's Root Beer, <laughs> and he oh, woke yeah. up. Woke up the next day. He woke up with diarrhea. No, he and then like no, a couple days later. He just got a knock at his door, and he opened a package, and it was 200 fortune cookies. <laughs> Hell yes. And so, I, I don't go buy crazy stuff. Just, like, one day, have a, pop a few dogs, if you will, and just, like, order something real dumb off Amazon, and then see if you remember it. All right. When I'll it shows it up. I'll give it a go. Yeah. 
Why did I buy this Seamus shirt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. God, that would be Because it's a shameful thing. Lobster head. <laughs> uh, what else are you on the internet? What are your social media handles? Wrestle Drums on the Instagram and the Twitter. Mm-hmm. Also on the Instagram is my dog, Zeno Pupperino. Hell yeah. Content is hot. It's good. It's very good content. Give it a give it a look. You got pics. You get vids. Yeah. That's all about it. On there. Do you get boomerangs? Yeah. Okay. That's like yeah, he's halfway in, the, in between. He's exactly. in the boom boom game. <laughs> is he, he, he going to get on that V2 game, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, probably. Yeah. What are you, I'm going to interview him. Zeno, do you want to get on the V2? Woof, woof. He's really asleep right now. He woke up. Oh, no. Oh, he woke up. That means yes. Okay. This is great podcast content. <laughs> watching a dog. Um, yeah, you can follow me at KFabeDad on Twitter. Great name. Uh, thank you. Uh, you can follow my band. We just changed your name. Oh, just kidding. Derek. Not Dilbert. No. They're not Dilbert. No, we're not. But you can also follow me. No, that's name is not, not Dilbert. Not Dilbert. Not Dilbert. Scott Adams is not a nice man. That's her name. No. I wanted, I wanted to name a uh, softball team I had, not Mariners. Go on, Zach. Wow. Okay. I hated the Mariners at the time. How dare you? How dare you, sir? I, you could, didn't I work, could tell. You didn't I'm work gonna where I I'm going to go on that baseball show and bury you. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to bury you for real. Just outside of your house. I'll let you out. Though. Buried alive match. Mm-hmm. Isai and Derek. <laughs> Book it or my chemical dad pants on Instagram. You Great can, name. Good. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you can follow my band. We just changed our name. We're now called Wild Not Spells. Not Dilbert. So we're. I don't remember all our social media handles right now, but just find us on his page. Yeah, or just search for us. Yeah, Wild Spells Band. It'll yeah. Come up. Yeah. It'll come, man. Yeah. We used to be called We Are Apes. We're not anymore. So yeah. And we've got an EP coming out pretty soon. Woo! So it's gonna come out on that. Um. Also, like to plug the fact that I just reviewed the new U2 album. Hell yeah, it's a uh, good article. I write for called the 405. Can yeah. you give a little sneak peek, or do we have to wait? Um, I gave it a six out of ten. Oh shit! All it's right, okay. You're welcome, Bono. I mean, <laughs> I feel that that's like a kind of an accomplishment for something they put out right now. I mean, yeah, he does have it has some, he says the words refugees on it. <laughs> oh, which legitimately lowered the score by a full point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's an okay album except for a full point. get used to it or with a tattoo on my neck, Zach. Also, Zach is also a U2 fan. I am. Um, is, I'm unapologetic. Like U2. Um, there's also a lot of great U Talking U2 to U Talking U2 to me references, which is probably one of my favorite podcasts mm-hmm. of all time. One of our one of our episode names is is a reference to that show. So <laughs> yep. Yeah, I got uh, very stoked when I saw that image. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then you can follow us at WrestleBoysCast on Instagram and at Genuine WrestleBoys. Or I just read that backwards. Sorry. Twitter, WrestleBoysCast. Instagram, GenuineWrestleBoys. Or at WrestleBoysCast.com. Yeah. And if you like listening to books, you can go audibletrial.com slash WrestleBoysCast. Yeah. Help I, keep this free. Hey, I'm Eastside doing Stone Cold. <laughs> yeah. I'm the Fink. We're all doing each other. Hey, <laughs> that. Me, I'm Eastside doing the Fink. Hey, it's me, <laughs> It doesn't work if you do yeah, your own. Yeah. What are you Jeez. doing? Is that just how the bunny talks? Yeah. My name's Derek. I love Pepsi. <laughs> I on Derek, audible stop on saying your own stop saying the things for, about for you. real though I, uh, I I did just uh, I just finished uh, slobber knocker my life in wrestling by uh, Jim Jeff, Ross yeah. uh, that he narrated it? himself it's like <laughs> ten hours of book uh, it's fucking really good wait that's all that's how long I couldn't listen is? to Jared's voice for ten hours you could or could not no 
You couldn't? No. Oh, I could have listened to 10 podcasts. I could no. listen to 10 more hours Fair of his enough. voice. Um, yeah, also Blue Apron. <laughs> no, uh, follow me on things, Duck Shirt. That's the name. Yeah. Um, follow Derek at PepsiFans.com forward slash no. Dance no. and X Derek. He's a damn liar. He's a fucking nice liar. com slash I am the real Pepsi man, Derek Oster. That's that is my too. actual URL. That's a lie. Uh, if anybody from Pepsi liars. is uh, listening to this, will you please sponsor our podcast? No. Uh, on the behalf of Derek. I will not Just accept by mailing it. Him I will not accept it. Yes, he would. He's lying. He he just he just fronting no. right now. It's a gimmick. He loves Pepsi. No. When they say is Pepsi okay, he was like, yeah, of course. That's what I asked for. He no. said, is there any other choice? Is there any other choice? And then they're like, no. I'm like, exactly. <laughs> Give me that damn Pepsi. It's really rude and abrasive. When yeah. Derek says he wants Pepsi Max, he's not saying he wants a Pepsi Max. He wants the maximum amount of Pepsi. Which is body. a lot of Pepsi. I want a liter, a liter of Pepsi. <laughs> He wants a he wants a three li- a three liter from the dollar store Pepsi. <laughs> they don't have Pepsi. They don't have name brand sodas at the dollar store. Yeah, they do. Oh, cool. <laughs> I think they have dollar, dollar cola. Yeah, dollar cola. We don't have Coke. Is dollar cola okay? <laughs> dollar cola. Dolo cola. Dollar cola. Dollar cola. Dollar cola. It's Coke, but spelled with a K. And there's a question mark. <laughs> Coke. Coke. <laughs> But yeah, duck shirt on things. Watch wrestling. Yeah. Ooh, get, get, get the CZW network and watch uh, Tournament of Death. <laughs> it's wild. That sounds Nick really cool. Gage almost died. Or you had to know, get airlifted from a field. <laughs> they were in a field. There's some you final know, deletion like thing. Documentary ads just on your timeline and almost throw up at work sometimes. <laughs> watch that too. Great documentary. Was it? Yes. Wait, no, what is it? Oh, it's a documentary on the Tournament of Death in CZW. Okay. Bye Bye Sports. It's great. Okay. It's a great time. It shows up as a promoted uh, post on my Facebook all the time when I'm like at work. Is it wicked like, oh, gory? there's a lot of blood just <laughs> on my computer screen right now. Yeah, but also find the things Tournament of Death 9, Nick Gage almost dies. Watch that. Dean Ambrose was Watch there. a man almost die. Yeah. He's still good. He went to jail, though, for a while. Tried to rob a bank. Oh, <laughs> shit. He got Fuck arrested yes. for almost dying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, suicide is a crime. You lost too much blood, my friend. He lost a lot of blood really quick. So should Alexander Wolf be in jail then? No. Because no. he got his sides split open, and he said he was kind of holding some guts in. Oh. Fun. Yeah, don't, fun. don't go um, out of a ring, get thrown out of a ring into, like, like panes of glass with your side bleeding because you will get cut. Oh, don't do that. Yeah, don't. Oh, okay. oh I was about to go, <laughs> go, go rebook my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, find find wrestling that's in your area and then support that. Support local wrestling. Yeah, Wrestle Club's got a Christmas show coming up soon. I Hell I yeah. Hope, I hope I hope Santa Claus is gonna be there. That's a deep cut for wrestling, by the way. Google that too. <clears throat> yeah. Well. We spent 20 minutes plugging stuff, so uh, happy Rusev Day, everybody. Sounds like my weekend. And Wrestle Boys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> damn it. Wrestle Boys 316 says, put your hair up and square up. Fuck you, Isai. Oh.